a poem. Hi, everybody, and welcome to Shall We Read a Poem? I'm Russ. And I'm Lauren. And while we are not the next big thing, we are going to read some poems, apparently. What if we didn't? <laughs> what if we just just this time we're just going to banter about the existence of poetry? Right. Well, I don't really feel up for that. We have to talk about Mary, apparently. Yeah, it's just time appropriate. All right. This is Mary, and it's M-E-R-R-Y dot dot dot. No one's hanging stockings up. No one's baking pie. No one's looking up to see a new star in the sky. No one's talking brotherhood. No one's giving gifts. And no one loves a Christmas tree on March the 25th. You seen any Christmas trees still up? I'm not sure. I can see one from my window. Interesting. I mean, I think this year is a very special year where people wanted to keep the Christmas cheer around. People still have their lights up for sure, and that that happens every year, but this year in particular. Hell, I think I still have, like, the two Christmas decorations I own up. Like, lights up on houses? Mm-hmm. Oh, I would feel so uncomfortable with that. Well, there was a call around here to do it even before Christmas, just to, because COVID has everybody down, and just to have the, put your Christmas lights up, up early for the cheer of it. Yeah... But then, like, where do you draw the line on that? I mean, is COVID over yet? No, but COVID will never be over. Mm. That's like saying, is the flu over yet? I mean, we're never going to get rid of it. No, but, you know, we, we're hoping that at some point it'll be as manageable as the flu. Perhaps that's, and maybe that's the Pacific Northwest, like, part of me that will never arrive. Because I would think that leaving Christmas lights up would be so much more depressing than just carrying on. Why? So, say someone didn't take down their Halloween pumpkin. Say you went yeah, over to someone's Christmas house. Christmas lights don't and, rot. Yeah. Say, but but no, like like imagine a styrofoam one. Okay. Like say say you went over to someone's house and there was a Thanksgiving turkey nailed to the door. Seasons exist for a reason, and to pull something out of its season. And sort of forcibly inject it into another one. I would feel the same way about it as I do when I see like Christmas decorations go on sale in October. I mean, it's like, no, that doesn't belong there. We have a lot of spoopy people who like keeping Halloween decorations up all year. I'm I'm okay with it if it's that twelve foot Home Depot skeleton, and then you just put a Santa hat on him. But around January fifth, it's time for him to come down. Lights on their own, though, they may have started. They may have started as Christmas lights, but then I think at some point they just become decorative lights. Ugh! Yeah. Wow. I I would not be on the side of that one at all. People in the Pacific Northwest tend not to be very traditional or very religious. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. That that that's Pandora's box. I couldn't handle hearing like. All I want for Christmas oh, is fuck you that. and Jingle Bells. No, nobody wants... No, 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 but no, 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 no. <laughs> you can't say. You cannot introduce all this madness that you've just introduced and then say, no, we can't have this other thing. Uh, I suppose. No, 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 no. If you're going to... You, you, we're in for a penny, in for a pound. Well, lights can, can become just decorative lights, and auditory garbage doesn't become not Christmas auditory garbage if it says specifically Christmas. 
<laughs> so so it, so they're no longer Christmas lights; they're decorative lights. Yeah, I think so. Mm. Are they multicolored? Sometimes, yeah. Are they stuck to houses? Sometimes, yeah. Words have meaning for me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, people like having lights as decoration here. I mean, we have very dark winters. The condo across the street from me put up white lights in its bushes. Yes. And for me, that's thin ice. That's it. Like, I'm willing to meet you halfway on that one. Mm-hmm. Like... Okay, that kind of looks whimsical, and it's still a little bit cold outside. Fine, we'll roll with it. And if you want to keep them up all year, okay, fine. But, like, if I see a mall Santa in July, we're going to have problems. Yeah, I don't think anybody's that much taking down... I mean, I don't think anybody's very much leaving up decorations other than lights there are some exceptions i do see it somewhat but it's mainly just the lights and i think it's the the light that symbolize hope and cheer that people are trying to keep up oh hope uh i'm gonna get my second vaccination soon Hmm. that is a good thing i have never been so psyched to feel terrible i uh, uh, and and the funny thing my grandma just got her second one Mm -hmm. zero side effects Hmm. uh well that might be fine. My mom felt like hot sick for like a day, but and and like, but and, and my grandma is the biggest like I don't want to seem mean, but man, she's a pansy when it comes to like anything mm-hmm. dealing with doctory physical stuff. And she was like, "Oh yeah, no, it's we're good." And so I was like, "Cool, roll with it." Uh, I've heard it's worse for younger people because their immune systems are more active. That makes a lot of sense. Did you have any reaction to the first one? Yes, I did, actually. Uh, I I had... A, I remember your headaches, right? Well, I had ear pain and a mild sore throat for about a week. That was it. It's possible that it was a mild ear infection. So it's possible that it wasn't actually the vaccine, mm. but I suspect it was. Mm. And I'm pretty sure this yes, one's going to just totally floor me for a couple days. <laughs> This one's going to tear me in twain. It is It is just going to be awful. The worst vaccine I've ever had was the yellow fever vaccine. And okay. I think this is going to be worse. how does that one feel? Oh, I don't think most people get as bad reactions to vaccines as I do. But I had uh, mild fever. I, had, I was just shaking and had intense muscle pain. It felt very much like I was getting the flu. But it only lasted the about 12 only- hours. The only reaction to a vaccine I've ever had was both times I got tetanus. Um, mm. And that one just made my left arm unusable. Yeah. But, like, I mean, if you told me the COVID, the, the, like, the COVID side effects were your left eye falls out and you have to put it back in with this hospital-supplied plastic spoon, I'd be like, yeah, cool, sign me up. I'm, yeah, whatever, I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> I'd rather not die. <laughs> One thing this reminds me of, Mary, and uh, nobody liking Christmas trees, is, uh, well, actually, do I want to go on the cheerful one or the less cheerful one? Yes. Okay. Let's start with the cheerful one. (laughs) So one thing they use old Christmas trees here for here in the Pacific Northwest is they will put them in rivers uh, to promote salmon spawning habitat. Hmm. That's interesting. Like, uh, because... Uh, we've cleared away a lot of the trees that are around rivers and but rivers normally have trees fall in them to uh, which creates you know little eddies and sheltered areas and bends in the river and such uh so Mm -hmm. 
restoration teams will actually put old Christmas trees in the rivers uh, to create those uh, that what what falling trees would otherwise be doing. Okay. That's the cheerful one. The less cheerful one okay. is that uh, it reminds me of the whole Japanese Christmas cake thing. <laughs> okay. What is the Japanese Christmas cake thing, Russ? I have no idea what the you Japanese don't remember? Christmas cake thing is. You don't remember? Mm, no. I, rem- I remember KFC. Okay, so the thing about Japanese, the fra- the, the saying in Japan is that uh, women and Christmas cake are no good after the 25th. <laughs> you, don't you remember this? No, I don't. Oh, wow. So, I mean, the, you are speaking Greek. So the, the, the implication is that women are no good after their 25th birthday. And so if you don't get married, wow. if you don't get married by okay, I, your I, I, 25th year, you've gone stale. I remember that. Well, I, I remember that concept, but I never remember it being compared to Christmas or cake. That's amazing. Yeah. Man, the Japanese sure do hate women, don't they? Yeah. Well, I mean, I kind of found it's kind of true in the U.S. too. Uh, there's not yeah. pressure to get married in the U.S. before 25, but... Uh, I definitely noticed people interacted me with me differently once I turned got over, got to the wrong side of twenty five, and definitely now that I'm the wrong side of thirty five. Good, my goodness, mm. I am an old <laughs> hag. Wow, and 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 me being the the just white as the driven snow Anglo Saxon male, I am hilariously on the outside of this, and yeah. I, 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 I'm going to have to choose my words carefully here. What is most obvious? Like, like, how does that take shape? Well, some of it's welcome. Like, some of it's good. Like, I get less uh, un- unwanted interest. Uh, I, once I hit about okay. 26, I started notice, noticing less unwanted interest, which was good. I also started noticing less wanted interest though so like when i would strike a co- up a conversation with somebody like there was less of a like oh hello how are you uh <laughs> like yeah there was also less of the less flirting less less things that were reciprocal um so that was gone that started to go too and there is absolutely none of that now that i'm 35 over 35 mm-hmm. also it's covid so i can't talk wow. to anyone <laughs> this is and we've mentioned on this show before, but like the post-COVID dating scene, like I am just, I have no idea how evolution is going to take hold of that one. I picture it being amazing. Like I want to see, I'm looking forward to movies that like are now, the, cause, because like late 90s rom-coms did not age at all. Uh-huh. Like they aged like hot milk. You go back and watch Love Actually now, that is a dumpster fire of a movie. And yeah. and really, the only thing that I've seen that had really hilarious COVID filming protocols was like soap operas and things that didn't stop production for a while, but they just mm-hmm. had mannequin stand-ins, which was the funniest oh thing. But as far as like the reality and then the year later where you have post-COVID romantic comedy movies, I, I hope I get to see it. I'm trying to pull up a song right now. Anyway, it's called 2931. There's a song called 2931 by Garfunkel and Oates that's all about the difference between hitting your late 20s and hitting your early 30s and suddenly realizing <laughs> that uh, no one is interested in you anymore and you've missed the boat. And how unfair that is, because like the older I've gotten, I have found exactly the inverse to be true. 
Good for you. And, and I and I mean, not that it's not that it's a thing now. I'm married now, but like, God, men suck. Yeah, I mean, some of it is me. Some of it is that I have become. I have very little tolerance for fuckboys now. And so, like, if I <laughs> if I get the inkling that someone's a fuckboy, I'll just be like, uh, never mind. I think also a lot of times fuckboys then avoid me. So there, it seems like there's less interest because normally I, you know, want to assess whether or not say hi to someone and want to assess whether they're a fuckboy. But they probably see a look on my face and they're just like, mm, <laughs> that's not going to fly. Bye. I'm being judged yeah. here. And not, a, and I mean, at least the radar is that good. I'm not the friendliest mm. person. I realized that in, in the opening here, I probably came off like just a proper Scrooge. I should add that Christmas is 100% my second favorite holiday. And I give... Like, z- Halloween's always going to be number one. I give almost no mm. shits. And maybe that's why I'm less upset about it being scooched around. Oh, and that might be, and yeah, that makes sense. Because I'm way into Christmas. Like, I'll make mulled wine, I'll get Christmas crackers, I'll do like the whole, like, kit and caboodle. But, yeah. There's a couple of kind of public domain-y colored lights that I've seen, but they're in, like, super artsy kind of areas. And so, you know, I wouldn't be surprised seeing rainbow vomit there anyway. Public but domain yeah, lights? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like, so you'll have like a public garden or something and, and there's like lights in those trees or like you happen past. I mean, I, I live around a million parks now and mm-hmm. from time to time I'll see some lights up in one of those. I didn't mm-hmm. know. There are so many parks in Vancouver. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's nice. Like just uncomfortable amounts of parks. Um, and some of those are kind of lit up a bit, but... There was there was one so the, the the condo across from me is fabulously expensive and so like anytime something happens in any of the units I can usually see it because they'll have workers coming in and out but anyway one guy had a huge one like a fourteen foot one that stayed up for an uncomfortable amount of time but then he just started turning the lights off but you still had this like massive tree right next to the window kind of spooky then, I, that that was there until like February first and then all of a sudden the tree disappeared and I was like I guess that's the earliest he could get the people in there to remove it that's a good point there is a practical aspect to it especially in a dense city lots of people want to sell you trees but getting them removed is another matter. My tree has never not been plastic. I have owned two trees in my entire life. One remains in Texas and the other is deconstructed in that closet over there. My uh, soft-hearted sister and I uh, didn't like the idea of cutting down trees. And so uh, (laughs) we would go with my dad to a Christmas tree farm and have people dig it up. And... My dad, who was very strong until very late in his life, would haul this giant, this tree with a giant root ball down the stairs. And like the, pe- the, the stairs too are uh, my house, my, my, my family's house is not nothing. Uh, and so, and soil and roots in a tree are quite heavy. And so he would lug it in and, and we'd have this live tree, and then at the end of Christmas, we'd plant it outside, and it never survived. <laughs> I, I think the main reason it never survived, though, was actually due to road salt. Uh, like, planting the poor tree, and then all it got was road salt for all winter long. You didn't take the throwing it in the river approach? We don't really have a river. 
Oh, I figured there would have been some sort of organization that would have done it. No, I, not re- that's not really... I don't know. I've only seen this on in the West Coast, or in particularly only in Portland, being in Portland. But I assume they have it in other parts of the West Coast, being there being salmon. God, I know the salmon. Like, the salmon population up here is a thing unto itself as far as industry and activism and all that. Mm-hmm. Well, a lot of people think they're very tasty fish. And... They actually are really critical to providing nutrients to the Pacific Northwest forests because they bring a whole Mm. bunch of nutrients and minerals from the sea and then their bodies rot and that delivers it to the soil. Well, I... What else do we have to say about Mary? Because I had a poem that I wanted to mention ever so briefly this week. Uh, I mean, it doesn't have to be brief. I mean, we've, we've already been at it for like 20 minutes, but, you know, let's do this poem. Okay, so this is Alice by Shel Silverstein. She drank from a bottle called Drink Me, and up she grew so tall. She ate from a plate called Taste Me, and down she shrank so small. And so she changed, while other folks never tried nothing at all. And I think that dovetails pretty nicely with what you were saying at the very outset here, why are you doing fill-in-the-blank thing? So, to any creator, why are you doing this? Why are you making t-shirts? Why are you painting pictures? Why are you building custom Legos? Why are you making a podcast? Because it's a thing to do. And why not do the next thing? It's like, if you have an idea, there's not really any sense in not trying because... If you don't try anything, nothing ever happens. You also don't fail, though. <laughs> I would argue that you fail so hard. <laughs> like, having never tried and never failed is so much worse than having tried and failed. Well, I mean, maybe to an external opinion, but if something's really important to you, maybe you don't want to try and fail at it, so you never try at all. But you could be like us and have nothing that's important to you. That's true. We talked about that last episode. Or the episode before? One where we were like, "It was a- we don't know what to do with ourselves! <laughs> what, what do you do if you don't have dreams? And I think the answer is, what do you do if you, if you don't have dreams? The thing you do is just the next thing. Like, what sounds interesting in and of that moment? Give it a try. It might be interesting. Yeah. Because, I mean, statistically, <laughs> I mean, most of us are going to die quickly forgotten. Yeah. And so, in the moment... Here's a thing to try. Yeah. The dying quickly forgotten thing. Like, it's kind of like, if no one remembers you, did you ever exist? Like, to us... It's a good question. To us, most people didn't ever exist. Yeah. It's one that I really, really struggle with. Um, If you, like... Yeah. And, And one could probably make some sort of weird, like, butterfly effect argument, because if... You know, all the people that conspired to bring you into existence or this other person into existence. But then then you're kind of like incentivizing like the only thing that's meaningful is having children. And that's problematic. So, you know, it's like, yeah. So if you aren't remembered, did you? But the thing is, like, nothing is going to exist. Like the Earth only has, I mean, the ball of rock itself is gone in four billion years. And, you know. True. Yeah. I mean, but do we care if. I mean, do I care if uh, I exist beyond... I mean, I think I care whether I exist in terms of other humans 
knowing that I exist. And I don't know that I care about not like nothing existing when the ball of rock goes just because that's unfathomable to me, maybe. Hear, hear that, everybody? We just gave you a philosophy degree. How about that? Mm. I was discouraged from getting a philosophy degree. <laughs> I nearly minored in it. Yeah, my uh, philosophy professor wasn't impressed with me. <laughs> my logic teacher thought I wasn't bad, but my philosophy professor was not It was not very interested in me. My philosophy professors, two of them anyway, ran a blues band that played at the college pub on Friday nights. Okay. And I remember I I took a uh, I took one specialty course with this uh I'll, shout out to Dr. Franzwall if you're still out there. Um no one will ever hear it, that our podcast no doesn't exist. That. Yeah. Um it was uh, it was like a 4000 level class and it was by the time I got to that class, this is when I was thinking about minoring. There were four kids in the class, and like it was taught in like a break room, and it was the weirdest class I've ever taken in my entire life. Because yeah, it he I I don't think I enc- ever encountered the gentleman when he wasn't under some sort of controlled substance. And it made the class so much better. Like, I remember looking forward to that class just because, like, it was barely philosophy at that yeah, point. Like, I you do. were just talking about metaphysics. I definitely think my philosophy professor took himself too seriously. Oh, this guy did not. This guy did not take himself seriously at all. If this were a visual medium, I could still do an exact impersonation of the man. But, man, he was fun. <laughs> uh, I was thinking about going into... Since we were talking about uh, existence and whether, like, uh, the how having children is overemphasized when it c- comes to having a legacy and such like that, uh, and also talking about the poem Mary and that uh, it the, and the Christmas cake business, which reminds me a bit about the uh, neo pagan idea of the triple goddess, the the maiden mother and crone. Okay. What happens if you're never a mother? Mm-hmm. If you just go from maiden to crone. Yeah. Am I just a crone? I'm certainly not a maiden anymore. I'm, I'm well beyond. I'm well beyond any. I'm not old, but I'm also not young. Hmm. I think at that point, I think like with, with, with everybody else, you have to write your own meaning into things. Because I've known people who only lived for motherhood. Mm-hmm. Like, I have uh, people who, that was their be-all to end-all. It's like, I want to get married and I want to have children. That mm-hmm. was 100% their thing. And then they did and realized that, wait, I still have all of the problems that I used to have. And now I have a second, much larger set of problems. And in my experience, like, I have known maybe five people that got exactly what they wanted out of motherhood. For everyone else, it was a much more complicated thing. Yeah, I'm glad I'm not one. I, I'm glad I don't have children. Yeah, I... I've thought I, I've thought about it from time to time, but it's I, I am missing that bone. You're newly married. Are you getting a lot of pressure? No, 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 no. Good. Nope. My sister, uh, my sister has one baby, and that seems enough for my parents. <laughs> good. good. That sounds good. 
I don't have enough people in my alive she in my family a... to give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> she is a cute little nugget, though. My sister, and and I think my sister is a pretty tip tops as far as a mother goes. Smart little cookie too, my my, my little niece. And, and, but everybody thinks their niece is smart, right? She's gonna get in so much trouble at school. Good. Uh, she never. She. I. I have not known her to shut up ever. Fuck Texas up. <laughs> Cause trouble, little girl. <sighs> Your life is going to be heartbreaking. She looks, she looks just like my sister too. A little toe-headed kid. No. She looks like me a lot when when I was wee too. Now that I look at a, I, I've got a photo of myself as a wee sitting over there. I mean, and you and your sister look kind of similar. She just has hair. I was blonde. I was a blonde kid. Believe it or I not, was so, so was blonde. I. Well, you were blonde when I knew you too. It was just yeah. It was just it was just bleached. <laughs> I say when I knew you, as we host a podcast together. Right, but there was only there was only that one year in Japan when we actually uh, we actually saw each other frequently. Uh, otherwise, it's been like yeah. once every few years. Uh, yeah, that's true. Anybody out there who actually listens to the podcast? Hello, you one person. Uh, maybe two, and some random people who stumbled in somehow. Congratulations for making it this far. Uh, <laughs> Russ and I met uh, in Japan, where we were both uh, assistant language teachers. Good times. Mm-hmm. Woo! <laughs> well, all right. What do we have left now that we've thoroughly depressed everyone? Oh, gosh. I mean, we could we could read a hopeful poem just for funsies as a oh, close. Oh, cl- cl- close on a hopeful? Yeah. Let's, okay, let's... what do you got? Okay. This is called... Listen to the mustn'ts. Oh, yeah. Listen to the mustn'ts, child. Listen to the don'ts. Listen to the shouldn'ts, the impossibles, the won'ts. Listen to the never-haves, then listen close to me. Anything can happen, child. Anything can be. It seems appropriate. It's like the opposite of everything we've been saying. Well, let's hope that anything does happen. May you live in interesting times. <laughs> that was one of the last things my dad said to me before he died. Uh huh. That's a, uh-huh. I mean, and it's, it's one of my favorite proverbs. Yeah. He said, "We live in interesting times." Died four days later. Oh God! Why did I make it depressing at the end again? And I think we should close on that. <laughs> mm-hmm.